0: Okay, here comes another one for you. All right, I'm gonna record this right away, and we'll see what happens. I'm actually making myself some hot cocoa at the moment, which is like my one of the few go-tos these days. Yeah, that that's a good entry point. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's continue on from um, from the last pod where I was talking about addictions or addictive behavior and uh, talking about um, pleasures and lusts and desires most of all desires and uh, so when I've been with people because because you know without any labels pretty obvious, I am able to tune into basically everybody and everything, and it has to do with uh, everything in my birth chart, numerology, Mayan astrology, blah, 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 you know, whatever, I have that ability, and I can also channel whatever that I'm tuning into, so I can, you know, actually turn into that, I can turn into that, instead of tune into, I turn into it, like a shapeshifter, and I I used to do that, I don't turn into things anymore, and I definitely don't want to do that again, ever, unless I'm, like, acting on stage and getting paid for it, um, but there's, it's important part, because then you, then you turn off that sense of self, if you turn into something else, right, and so, um, When you turn off your sense of self, you adapt what the person or people or the group that you're with uh, have for their sense of self, which is including their habits, habitual patterns, uh, likes and dislikes, um, even emotional turbulence and karma. Um, And so, yeah, I've done that. I've been there and I've transmuted the shit out of that. So, like, a big high five to myself for being able to stand my mountain two legs today. And it's been taking up too much time of my time, of my life, so far. Like, you know, there was was a few years ago when I was just getting started in the awareness process of transmuting karma. Um, I read and heard everywhere that it's like, Oh, it's for the benefit of all. Um, so it's like a selfless sense of giving, giving yourself over in service to the greater good of all. Well, if you lack a sense of self and you hear that, don't you think that is purely damaging? Yes. So what I did, what I was, I would continue on to absorb, <laughs> as my power grew, I would continue on to absorb everybody else's karma and just clean the shit out of it. I deal with everybody's shit. Oh, and and to the paragraph, I'm going to tell you a story uh, that I've told a few people that is actually very, 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 you know, big big out there. And I'm not going to go into the details too much because it's a very personal journey and it also has the energy of um, medicine, uh, which is... uh, you know South American medicine, uh, so that's a powerful energy, and you don't want to. And it's an entity by itself, so I don't want to pull that into the story. But anyway, I was doing a ceremony with some medicine, and this was in, not in Sweden. This was in in the Amazon, not in the Amazons, but in in the South American country, and. Right before, like, I was about to do my first perch, which is a physical perch first, like, you do a mental perch, like, the. At least for me, this is how it works. Um, there's a mental perch. You you see what the business is about. You see what you're about to perch out. You realize that, and then you're emotionally able to let it go. And as you're emotionally able to let it go, you also physically let it go. So I went into the bathroom, and I was waiting for my turn, and it was an emergency. I really had to go uh, because I cleanse um, in, <laughs> in the rear way, not to get in too much... Dirty business here. But some people do that. Some people let go one way. Some people let go the other. Some people let go both. You know, that's how we do it in in, in all of uh, the ways that we perch and transmute karma. Is when we physically let go. Some people cry. Some people get diarrhea. Some people get sick. Some people um, laugh. And uh, some people, like, do all of it. <laughs> and some people like puke, you know, there's tons of different ways, sweat, everything that comes out of your body, basically, that's a release, right, so I was waiting for my turn, and eventually, eventually, uh, the door opened, and I got to go inside, and it was emergency, and this was my first ceremony, ceremony there, which I had, you know, really, like, built up, sky high expectations about and I was so excited so I had my most beautiful dress on it was all white and it was super clean and uh, this bathroom it wasn't clean (laughs) but I was um I was in in the process of letting go of these emotions and it was so absorbed into letting it go so I didn't really see everywhere plus it was dark so as I was hearing everybody else around me like puke and cry, and because there was a lot of people at the ceremony, right? There was like at least 50. And so I was hearing everybody around me cry and scream and shout and puke. And um, I went into the bathroom and I sat down, emergency sat down, like fast as I could, and I let it all out. And then I went up and I was like, oh, that was good, you know. But I wasn't sure that I was finished. But it was, like, good enough. And so I, you know, took my dress and and folded it down. And then I felt it was wet on my dress. And I was like, oh, shit, what is this? And, yes, it was shit. I had sat down in somebody else's shit. And so instead of going into my own process, I was like absorbed with the fact that I had to clean up that shit so nobody else would do the same mistake that I would make so metaphorically listen to this story and you'll get my point right and so I started to like grab all the paper and water and towels and everything and clean up the and the entire toilet was like full of diarrhea this is really yucky I know but it was that was insane and then I cleaned my dress and my hands and I was just oh my god And as I was doing this, the insight arrived from the medicine itself. The insight arrived. Look at what you're doing. You are at the moment cleaning up everybody else's shit. And as that insight arrived, I ran out the door into the bushes and I puked my guts out. Because I had just realized what I had been doing and what I was still doing. It's not like a behavior ends just because we sit in ceremonies or go to a therapist or uh, take uh, lessons in self-enhancement. It's not like it ends. Like Nobody will end it for you. Nobody, Nothing external will end that behavior for you. Only you can behave your <laughs> edit yourself, right? Only you can enter into the sphere of you and realize your truth and realize the importance of changing that behavior and the only way to change that behavior is to actually go about it and change it. You can't do anything else. And and when, you know, that behavior still exists in your body, it comes into so many different mental forms, right? So now I'm going to talk about another behavior that is not about addiction and is not about um, desire and lust in that way, but it is about Something in a similar form. And it's about getting into relationships that is, uh, well, let's say at least non-cohesive. But at the very most, self-destructive. Some would call it the, the classic d- uh, dynamic of the the, uh, the victim and the perpetrator. Or the uh, fallen hero and the one that come to save the hero. Or let's just put it like this a narcissist and empath relationship, right? And you don't have to label yourself as an empath. You don't have to have certain superpowers or at least realize superpower powers or at least labeled superpowers to go into that realization of that you are having empathic abilities. Empathic abilities means that you are able to tune in, like I said, tune in, to a certain frequency Sometimes all frequencies, whichever way you want to. And sometimes your body does that automatically. Depending on how powerful you are in that ability, the more powerful you are, the more you will be able to tune in. But the more automatic you will also tune in to that frequency. And the less aware you are about it, the more disempowered you will feel. After realizing or not realizing how your body, and I'm not talking about only your physical body, but mental body, emotional body, energetical body, all those bodies that are one body, your body, tunes in automatically to something else than you. So, this is a really cool ability, right? This is a really important ability for the evolution of humankind. Because if we look at the world today, we basically lack empathy in so many areas of our life. People are ruthless, people act psychopathic, and and people... Do not uh, care, not in a, not in the non caring good kind of way where you like. I couldn't care less about your opinion, but in the non caring kind of way where you are like, I don't care if you die or live. I'm gonna run you over anyway. So get the fuck out of my business. That kind of non caring, the ruthless kind of behavior, where you have no sense of uh, connection to the world around you, or or to the to the Effect you have upon others. Right? <sighs> Listen, somebody you would label a narcissist or have narcissistic uh, disorder, even, or just narcissistic tendencies, lacks empathy. Let's do a little circle and then do a minus sign in it. That's the minus sign. This person lacks empathic abilities due to trauma in their early childhood or karma, trauma, whatnot, you know? Whatever it's due to. We don't need to understand that right now. We don't even need to go into being um, compassionate about the situation because we know that we all stem from some form of trauma, right? Right? That's human life, basically, whether you have it more or less. And then, the person who has a lot of empathic abilities has a circle with a plus sign. Now, if that person that lacks sense of self is the one with a plus sign, that person will automatically be drawn... To the minus sign. Equally will the minus sign. Equally be. Equally. equally Will be just as much be drawn to the plus sign. No matter if they lack sense of self or not. Truly they do. It may seem like they don't. But they do. It's equally sense of lacking self. Now the minus person. With a lack of empathy. Lacks empathy. Has cut off that ability. Because whenever they felt like they've gone into that ability, they have lost their power. So there will be people that say that they are coming out of narcissistic relationships. And being the empath, being the plus sign. But gone so deep into it, they they turned off their abilities. So suddenly, voila, they turn into the minus sign. They turn into the narcissist. It's a role play, you guys. It's a role play. You cannot say that one person is always that and the other person is not, especially if we're here to change our behavior and evolve out of loops. So, where was I? Oh, yeah. Chocolate. Did I put ashwagandha in? No, I didn't. I'll wait with that. Um... Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, um, well, for example, if you have a lot of empathic abilities, you've actually also created them from a sense of trauma. Of course, you can be gifted with it, more or less, like we all are in some way You know, somebody has talent for music, somebody has talent for running, somebody has talent for talking, somebody has talent for meditation. You know, we have talent, but I want to ask us if talent truly is something that stems from quote-unquote DNA, or if it's actually genetically engineered within our DNA from behavioral patterns, because I truly believe that behavior is that which programs us. When we are doing something repetitively, habitually, we are learning to do that no matter what it is. And so we are programming our, every single cell in our body eventually to do that behavior automatically. And so somebody who automatically empaths on others, let's say, who automatically can tune into everything else around you has that ability because they've also been traumatized. And it doesn't have to come from, you know, super harsh re- uh, relation re- relationships. Her body, energetical body, mental body, emotional body, is programmed... To only accept love from a certain kind of character. And I'm talking specifically now to all the ladies and some men. But it's mainly ladies, right? This is the imbalance between the feminine and the masculine. But also men, of course. But to all the ladies or who define us women... Um, Who has given themselves over in a relationship completely to the point where all of their interests just fell apart, all of their money fell apart, and probably the family dynamic fell apart too, and maybe even your friend circle fell apart, and perhaps also eventually the relationship fell apart. Thank God. Why was that? Because you were in a relationship with somebody who was a narcissist. Or whatever you want to call it, right? And I really dislike... Like, that's another program. <laughs> I'm really... But that's a true... That's I feel like that's a true connection inside of me. I really dislike categorizing uh, people. But I do like to categorize behaviors. Because behaviors speak to me... Something that is so human and we can all relate to it. And behaviors is is a pattern of repetition that is connected to something that is not really personal. Even though it affects us on such a deep personal level. In a relationship with a narcissist for several years without knowing that it's a narcissist. But you will feel drained. You will feel drained, you will feel confused if you're the plus sign. Because what happens in a battery, right? The minus pulls from the plus. So eventually, the plus doesn't have that much plus anymore, but the minus has a lot of plus. (laughs) Yeah, and you're left with all the minus shit. To transmute, to take care of, to clean up their shit. Like in the metaphor, like in the story. And your white dress is completely for body, as a perch for that, whatever they put in your chalice. And it's not like they put it in your chalice. I mean, come on, you allow them to. That's the biggest revelation. You have to see, we have to see. And I, I have seen how I have he- allowed that behavior to be accepted. So I, I would instead program myself with oh it's good to surrender it's good to give in yeah it's good to surrender and give in but you got to be where what you surrender to and what you give in to right that's the thing there's a lot of people's like oh you want to surrender come over here i can tell you to surrender to this and to this and to this and it will all benefit them and it will not benefit you at all so eventually i I notice, and you will notice this too, and you probably already have certain people of you, once you get in a moment where you feel dissonance, I call it dissonance, where your body, somewhere, something in your body says no. It's not your mind. Your mind can tell you whatever the fuck it wants, you know? It's not only your heart. You have to have stamina. You have to have self-reliance. You have to listen to the the physical body. That carries the imprint of the energetical body. That carries the imprint of the neurological system. You have to listen to that. If your body somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in your body feels funky, feels wrong. It feels wrong. And you say no. You say no. You stop it. No matter what it is. You have to continue to say no. Even if it means that people would get pissed off. Angry. Angry. Not like you, unfriend you on Facebook, not invite you to their parties, not allow you to sit at their table and not choose you for the soccer team. You still have to say no. Either you're an outsider in the team or you're an outsider to yourself. Because trust me, there will be people that will find you that will be guaranteed your friends for life. And you will find them too. And don't have to worry about that. You will know when it comes. You will you will feel them. You They will be with you no matter what and they will want nothing of you except for you to be yourself. They don't want you to do anything for them except for you to just do you and then hang out with them. And for them to be them and hang out with them. It's... Uh love is such a strong power, right? And it often gets confused for romance and, romance, and <laughs> romance or or sex, right? And they're very strong powers too. Now romance is that little flirt in between the power of love and the power of sex. And the power of love and the power of sex is two of the most strongest powers in the entire universe, right? Sex is creation, love is connection. So you crave that in some way because we are humans, our bodies, they are they are built to not be only in solitude. We we long to be hugged, to be held, to be holding hands, to be connected they have actually done studies where countries especially in Sweden and Japan where they do the least physical touch and emotional uh, nurturing as in talking about your feelings. These countries are where they have the highest depression rate and also the highest suicidal rate because people feel so alone that it just tears them into their bones they feel unworthy of even living they lose they they lose their sense of of love and they lose their sense of connection and they lose their sexual power and they lose their sense of creation and either one can come first right but when you lose your hope for life and the mental loop of Of that destructive behavior of being in a relationship with somebody who takes from you. Somebody who steals energy from you. Somebody who manipulates you and abuses you. An abuser, right? If you're abused, even by yourself, if you're in that mental loop, you're also in an emotional loop. And they will prey upon the natural human, because that's what it is. That's what I'm going to call this part, the Stockholm Syndrome. Especially if you're a plus person and you connect with minus person for a long enough time. If you don't only tune into a person, but you turn into that person, you start to like what they like and dislike what they dislike and you start to think like they think and feel what they feel and suddenly you start to have their karma turning up in your life and their um you know programming programming you don't you think that just for a second if you have gotten yourself into a situation where you kidnapped Just saying, okay? This is just a metaphor analogy. If you're kidnapped and the kidnapper treats you really good, you're still kidnapped. You're still stuck. But the kidnapper psychologically preys on you, emotionally enough preys on you, to the point where you believe that you are no longer kidnapped, that you actually, by free will, ended up there. And that you have no way to leave that space. And then, you know, someone will have to pray for you that, you know, the the SWAT team comes in and bangs in the door and pulls you out of that space. And then feeds you enough, like, good candy to make you wake up to your sense of self again. Because otherwise, you know, somebody with a Stockholm Syndrome can be... You're married to a fucking kidnapper their whole life. I'm just saying. And it's not really about the other person. It's about you. You being into that behavior. You're not recognizing that behavior. And you're not being able to change. And of course you won't be able to change if you're still in a relationship with somebody who is an abuser. Of course not. It's self-sabotage. You won't be able to build up your sense of self if you keep on sabotaging or if you allow somebody else to sabotage it for you. And, you know, I'm not putting the blame on anybody, but I'm just asking us all to see our responsibility for ourselves because nobody else would do it for you. Hopefully, we all have a SWAT team somewhere, uh, but not everybody does. So... I want to praise myself and I want to praise all of you people who've gotten out of relationships where you didn't have to, um, you know, completely die in it. Where some, where you got divine intervention or a SWAT team coming in. And I know I did. And it's not about the SWAT team itself, you know, of course, praise them too. But it's about you actually... To some degree, sending out smoke signals saying, Hey, I am in danger here. If nothing helps me out, I'm gonna perish. And so eventually, the SWAT team comes in one way or another and helps you to get out. But it's actually thanks to you that you also, and thanks to me, that I also got out of these situations because you sent the signal you started this fire with a little smoke signal, even if it was on the low key, you still did it. So that's super good. That's strong. That's that strength. That's having still a sense of self. Congratulations. So then you can start to uh, get rid of the Stockholm syndrome and it will pop up now and then, but I'm calling in this pod as some form of help or assistance to myself and to uh, anyone who wants to listen, anyone who has ever been in this situation or still is, that needs some kind of clarity or reminder, because I've gotten to a lot of reminders, about the importance of the red flags, the importance of truly... Um, noticing the behavioral patterns within somebody else but also most importantly the behavioral patterns within yourself because if we look at everybody else we won't get anywhere we have to start with ourselves we all know this to a certain level yeah and admit that it's nothing wrong it's not it's not your fault it's not that person's fault either but it does happen. Recognize that it does happen. Somebody is manipulating you, or has been manipulating you, or you are—if you listen to this—and you are the one manipulating somebody else. Hopefully, you know you'll get a wake-up call, and you get super angry and mad at me, and you feel like I am wrong, and then you know that you're probably the one that's manipulating somebody. Yeah, it hits the home run, <laughs> and and uh, and yeah, maybe some troops will come in there too. Anyway, that was all from me. um thank you for listening. Whew. yeah, just uh, sending in the the beep 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 system the the red alert if uh, if you if you transmute enough karma to in your in your body if you take care of the purging and cleansing of yourself in restoring, restoration of your sense of self, eventually your sense of self through your body will tell you when it's right or wrong and you can rely and trust yourself even more. And eventually you will never, ever, ever get into the little red riding hood wolf in sheep clothing mode anymore. You will never, ever, ever get kidnapped again. Never. Sabotaging your own life that affects not only you, but also everyone that you're connected to. So, the change begins within you. It's a classic quote. (laughs) It still applies. (laughs) Love. Bye.